I'm Conrad Swift, and this is the Cardano Convo Podcast, a weekly podcast that gives a glimpse into the Cardano ecosystem. The Cardano Convo provides an easy-to-digest explanation of the projects that are being built, thoughts, and what's going on within the Cardano community. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and follow now on your favorite apps like Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, and wherever podcasts are available. Today, I will be speaking with Dovidis, the Chief Marketing Officer of ADAX, a state-of-the-art decentralized exchange protocol that is being built on Cardano. Also joining us is Mate Toke, the co-founder of Bitcoin.com. Without further ado, let's get to the interview. Hello, Dovidas and Mate. It's nice to have you both on the show, and thank you for taking the time to talk with us today and answer a few questions about the work you've been doing with ADAX. Pleasure to be here. Nice to be here. Thank you. So, first of all, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background. What drew you to crypto in general? Yeah, um, I've started my career 15 years ago, right? I've been working in various industries, starting from banking, moving into ad tech, a little bit of tourism, etc. But then a couple of years ago, I've moved to Malta. Uh, I've worked within the iGaming industry. But obviously, Malta is, you know, a 50-50 split between iGaming and blockchain. So with various conferences and stuff like that, I kind of got introduced to, to, to the crypto industry. And it drew me, you know, it, it made sense that this could be the big thing in the future. It is a big thing already, actually. So obviously, this is my first crypto cycle, but uh, learning fast, moving forward. And yeah, going great so far. So we'll, we'll, we'll be kicking off more, you know, in, in the near future as well. Okay. And how about you, Mate? So I, I, um, I, I joined the crypto space um, fairly early, eventually not as early as I, as I now wish. Um, but um, it was uh, late 2012 when I first heard about Bitcoin. And um, actually back in the day, um, there wasn't a lot of, uh, you know, talks or hype about uh, different altcoins and, and whatnot. But basically, um, I read an article about Bitcoin because of the Cyprus crisis uh, that was happening and how people were really afraid that the government would take their money from the bank accounts and how a lot of people knew that uh, beforehand and they were able to um, somehow take their money out from the bank and basically bought Bitcoins with it. And, you know, I just read about this article and I was like, oh, my God, what is this um, really, really interesting um, you know, magic money, magic internet money. Yeah. And um, I immediately got hooked onto, onto Bitcoin and eventually read the white paper and I, and I started to learn a lot more about, you know, um, what's behind it, about the technology, about blockchain and all that. And, um, and I started mining actually in 2013 um, with some uh, custom-made ASIC chips um, ordered from China, and then we assembled the boards uh, together with uh, with someone in Germany and some other friends, and did some home mining in a basement. And that's how you know I I really started uh, um, with with the crypto stuff. And then I figured that mining wasn't really for me, so I uh, I I founded a company called Bitcoinist, which is one of the big news companies in the in the space. And then um, I uh, I made an exit from that company uh, in 2017, and uh, that's when I met uh, with Roger um, Roger Ver, and um, and we co-founded Bitcoin.com together. And um, um, I worked for Bitcoin.com for five years as the COO, 
Um, and uh, about a year ago, we have taken a step back from Bitcoin.com day-to-day operations. And I, uh, I've been more, more focused on you know, Bitcoin Cash development, uh, business development, and um, and other investments for for my own, and and just you know, um, trying to enjoy life a little bit more, having some more free time, and um, um, yeah, that's uh, you know, that's my story in a nutshell. You got in quite early compared to a lot of us. Yeah, so I mean, this isn't this isn't my first cycle. Um, I have had some. Um, I, I must say this is the, this is the most nerve wracking for me, to be honest, <laughs> uh, because eventually the, the stakes are a lot higher. Um, we're talking about a lot, a lot more bigger numbers here. Um, and, um, you know, these pullbacks and these, um, um, these corrections are, are definitely, uh, you know, more, I, I I'm not saying like more serious because if you look at if you zoom out, eventually we had had huge dips and huge corrections back in the day. But you know, like uh, seeing seeing these big daily candles of of thousands of dollars is is definitely different than seeing you know daily candles for a couple hundred dollars. Oh yeah. So it may have seen as as you were saying in the past, you might have like a thirty percent correction, but going from Ten dollars down to seven dollars is not as nerve wracking. I would imagine as sixty thousand down to let's say thirty thousand. You're like, that's a lot in such a short span of time. So I imagine that is very nerve wracking. Um, yeah. For our listeners and viewers, would you be able to tell them what ADEX is in your own words? Oh yeah, I mean I've been asked that question quite a few times already. Uh, even by Mate himself when, when, when we had our first conversation. So literally, long story short, it's a unicorn, a.k.a. the Uniswap of Cardano. I mean, we were kind of going quite in a simple manner. You know, we knew that there's a concept that works on other blockchains, right? And there was a niche and there was a space within the Cardano ecosystem. So we literally kind of, okay, Let's go with this solution. We have the experience from Ethereum. We have experience from Binance Chain. Let's utilize that, combine it with smart contracts, and now we have a DEX. So, so that's kind of, you know, a DEX as in a decentralized exchange. You know? So that's kind of in a nutshell where we came from and what is ADEX. Uh, moving forward, obviously, there's going to be additional features that will come alongside. Uh, one of them that I can already kind of mention an IPO launch at at the very end, so that will kind of you know be let's say the cherry on the top. So this is sort of you know a short summary of that. Okay, um, as you know, I'm a big believer in Cardano and its potential for the for it to change the cryptocurrency world as well as the decentralized finance world. But there are many DeFi applications that are being built on the Ethereum and Binance Smart Chain platforms. What made the 8X team decide to build on Cardano? Well, um, I think I've mentioned it quite a few times so far, but the thing is, when we were exploring the, the cross-chain solution in, within the Ethereum and Binance Chain ecosystem, right, where we were looking at creating a bridge and, and utilizing Binance Chain bridge, etc., the news from Cardano themselves kind of came out that the smart contracts are get, getting a more robust uh, timing and milestones and etc. and then possibly even a release date. Release date. And on top of that, you know, input out of Hong Kong, the, 
HK, uh, they released uh, you know a demo of their ERC20 bridge that will kind of go into the Cardano ecosystem. So that was kind of you know the bottleneck. We were like, okay, so now we don't have to do our own bridge anymore. We can just take you know the bridge that is coming from the mothership itself. So let's just do it this way and and focus on the actual you know development of our product as opposed to you know building our own bridges, uh, trying to find these solutions, you know, from a cross-chain perspective. So that's kind of was, that that was the reasons literally why we kind of decided to go with Cardano. But obviously the last one and probably the most important one, um, seeing, you know, Cardano community from a side, let's put it that way, how, you know, it feels like a cult. And, and literally it is, you know, with all the people that I've spoken like, oh, I've been seeking ADA for like two or three years, you know, oh, it's time to spend, you know, some, some profits and invest into companies, etc. So it, it felt like there will be, you know, a massive backing from the community. And that, and that was, you know, a really good decision because that's exactly what happened when, when we started, you know, launch of the project itself, the website, and so on. But that community backing uh, was one of the cornerstones that we got to where we are right now. And I'm sure that it will be pushing us forward where we want to be, basically. So that's kind of, you know, the reason why in a nutshell. It's, it's interesting you said that uh, because um, the, the community is so strong. Other other blockchains are now even pretty, pretty much attacking Cardano because uh, because they are they're so together and they are so enthusiastic about the project and you know i have seen so many hate uh on crypto twitter um towards the cardano community um because you know people just believe so much in this project um and uh and the fundamentals and and the people behind it um that other blockchain supporters and other crypto projects are might as well uh you know attack the community uh because of this and and actually there's one thing i i don't really like about the crypto um crypto life or the crypto industry is all the hate that's you know that's going um and i i really hope that as as the entire ecosystem grows um you know the hate goes away because like we have already seen the huge fighting between you know the bitcoin core uh, developments and Bitcoin core developers, the block size debate between Bitcoin Cash and Bitcoin, um, uh, you know, with with the with the craziness that has happened in the in the past years, and it sort of feels like that when whenever there is a co a competition coming up, like eventually, a Cardano is a huge competition for Ethereum. You know all the Ethereum maximalists because we have that now as well mm -hmm. are coming and attacking you know other blockchains and you know I hope that's really gonna go away at some point. True, I agree. It if you've been on Twitter as you said, it's in every comment. If Charles puts something out, people will call it vaporware. They'll attack it, saying it's not going to be Ethereum. When this tribalism hopefully will just dissipate as time goes on, people yeah. will be like. Oh, there can be multiple solutions out there. It's not one chain to rule them all type mentality. That's probably the best and most efficient method to go about it. Why would you need to invent the wheel, remake bridges whenever you can be building one side and then the Cardano Foundation can be building the bridges, the ERC20 converters, all these tools. There's no, it wouldn't make sense to go to another platform where you would need to build all these things from scratch. So 
Can you tell us a little bit about how ADAX is different from competitors like Cardax, Sunday Swap, or MenSwap? Yeah, I mean, we, we did our, you know, due diligence and research in terms of, you know, competitor analysis before we even, you know, stepped into the ecosystem, so to speak. Um, and it's funny that there's a lot of, you know, different projects. Um, some some have their strengths in one field, some have it in another one. Um, but as mentioned in the prior question, that we wanted to keep our, you know, roadmap and the goals quite short, clear, and exact. People know what Uniswap was for Ethereum, and now they understand what, what we're going to be on, on, on Cardano itself. The advantage that we have is obviously that we are not, you know, let's say, first of all, not over-promising things. You know, uh, there's various uh, products that could be put into the platform as secondary ones, right? But we kind of want to do the core of the platform first and then tag along into these, you know, additional features and so on and so forth. The fact that we've had, you know, experience in terms of building proof of concept with Uniswap V2 and V3 uh, with binding chain from the banking perspective, kind of adds that leverage that, you know, not every single project around there could have because we have the development team, they have the experience, they know the, you know, the core fundamentals of a swap of the liquidity pools. And our goal is to be, you know, the first comers within the market, right? Because the roadmap is clear. It's it's not over, you know, extended or anything like that. So getting onto the market as as the first guys is our advantage, and and we will be pushing. We are already pushing for it. I mean, the front end part is, is is being developed. We're moving forward, you know, with partnerships. Recently, we just signed with the Charlie Free guys. So so that's you know, add, will add another kind of feature that uh, will be included when it comes to like within the pool price feeds and so on. So so things are moving rapidly on our end. And, and the good thing is that, yeah, we have the resources, we have the experience. So that's how we kind of distinguish ourselves from any other project. And, you know, that that's just <laughs> in a humble way. We're not just like uh, talking bad things about anyone else or anything like that. So, yeah. Oh, of course. I wouldn't imagine you're, there's no smack talking about the other projects, of course. So this question is for Mate. As many people may know, and you've stated, you're the co-founder of Bitcoin.com and more recently have joined ADAX's team as a strategic advisor. What led to this decision and what is it about ADAX that drew you to joining their team? So, um, first of all, I've been, um, I've been a long time Cardano believer. Um, so I, I picked up my, my bag of Cardano really early um, and I've been, uh, you know, I've been a big proponent for Cardano for a long time. And uh, actually, I talked to many, many of my friends and, you know, I told them how heavily I have invested into Cardano and and most of them were like, uh, you know, they were skeptical. They were they were really, really unsure about Cardano because eventually it has taken a lot of time to develop what they have developed so far. And and we're still waiting uh, on a few um, things to be delivered. Um, from uh, from the from the developers in regards to uh, smart contracts, and I I really like to invest into into projects that are built on a strong foundation, and I think that is what Cardano is about. And when I when I first heard, when I first talked with Davidas uh, about about the project, um, I immediately knew that. 
I have to be on board because it it builds on top of a really strong foundation and it is going to be used by a lot of people, right? Um, because of the ERC20 converter, a lot of projects are going to go from uh, Ethereum to Cardano. And when that happens, you are going to have, you know, thousands of projects on top of the Cardano blockchain. And people will eventually want to have a decentralized exchange and want to be able to swap between those different projects, just like they're doing it on Ethereum using Uniswap. I'm a big Uniswap user myself, um, and I was super, uh, super mad when uh, when the rates and the fees were, you know, up in the sky. Uh, and luckily, that is not going to happen um, with Cardano because of the scaling solutions that they have um, in place. Um, but basically, it's the it's the functionality of the project, it's the utility of the project that really got me interested. And I, you know, I'm all for um, the usability of something. And uh, ADUX is ADUX is going to make Cardano. Um, the Cardano ecosystem more usable, um, you know, from, from the from the decentralized exchange perspective, and that's what people need. But eventually, we have to we have to be quick. We have to be the best, and we have to be the first because the first, you know, the first mover ad, uh, advantage is definitely something that needs to be captured. Um, but I'm I'm really really optimistic about the team, and and I. I think uh, you know they can definitely pull it off. So, um, should be good. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we know that Adax will be offering liquidity pools, but will the liquidity pools be fifty-fifty pools or weighted pools that we've seen that are similar to what Bancor has done? Yeah. Well, to be perfectly honest with you, um, when we were looking at that model, um, we didn't even look that far back, uh, you know, where Bancor was coming from, because AB20 was a little bit of a different setup. Um, uh, things have moved on quite a lot in terms of, you know, the swap engines and the liquidity pools themselves. So when it comes to ours, yeah, it's going to be just a 50-50 and we go with that. So... I've heard from some in the community, they've worried about providing a market for ADAX tokens before there is an ADAX exchange or ADAX exchange functionality. What would you say to those individuals? Is this a case of the market will prevail, similar to how ADA was five cents about a year ago and then it jumped up in the past year? Well, to be perfectly honest with you, um, one of our selling points was to get on the market quick, you know? like. There are a couple of, uh, I think there's one other uh, Cardano-native token that's been traded on the market, and we wanted to be one of the first ones. Second to that, um, we told that message very early on, so the investors and you know the community itself, um, they kind of wanted us to get on the market as well. So, so going there very early on, before the product is launched and everything like that, Yes, it was a risk and it's still going to be a risk for us as well because the price, you know, it can fluctuate up and down. It's just, you know, a matter of the market in general, demand and supply, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, we have a strategy in place moving forward in terms of how we're going to communicate with the, you know, the community, how we're going to onboard new investors, etc. So there's quite a few, you know, announcements that are quite <laughs> significant that will, will be coming our way. Um, our developers are obviously, you know, 
also doing their part. So, so product updates, um, Q and A's, uh, community chat is our community chat actually is really, really active during the day and during the night. So, um, there, there will be stuff. And obviously, just to kind of get back to your question in general, yes, addicts at the moment it is a highly speculative token. We are upfront with that. It is how it is. Um, but when it comes to you know the further what what will come further down the road is obviously when the ideal launchpad is comes in, into play as a secondary product, the utility of the token will come in place. So that will kind of start driving you know the price up and and, and the value of the product and the project and the token itself. So that's kind of yeah. We did risk. Uh, we are, you know, on the market. People are trading. People are asking where to buy it. So we're happy about that. Yeah, but that. don't forget, ADAX isn't the only one that has done it, right? So mm -hmm. um, a lot of other projects have come up with come out with the tokens before the actual product. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think the crypto crypto people, crypto investors, uh, crypto savvy guys um, who are part of this uh, community are used to this risk. So. You know, everyone has, has eventually done their their research, fundamental analysis. They know what they um, where they put their money, right? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, the team has to deliver, but but you know they know what they have invested in. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm not concerned about that from from my perspective. And, and I just put kind of, my money where my mouth was. So yeah. I'm I'm also <laughs> an investor, not not only an advisor. So. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, and just to kind of finalize on that one, um, we also kind of introduced the centralized, you know, off-chain staking on the exchange that we were, you know, doing our uh, public sale, etc. So at this moment, there's over 12 million uh, tokens that have been staked so far. And we've been, you know, the, the pool was open for five days. And that's probably around 12% of total token supply. So you can understand and kind of get the picture that the, the backers that actually invested and bought into the project, they believe, you know, long-term. So they, they were like, okay, so I'm going to just wait. I'm going to stake it. And that's, you know, the proof that, you know, we have the backing. Mm -hmm. And uh, sure, the price might go up and down, but there's also, you know, people who are here for the long run and yeah, we're going to leverage on that one. Oh, I agree. It's There might be some fluctuations in the beginning, but similar to ICOs or IPOs, it's you can possibly buy in now. If you think it's going to be worth it, then the fluctuation shouldn't matter that much. In the same way, one would have looked at the fluctuations of ADA about a year ago between the three cent and five cent mark. And if you think, for example, it's going to be a dollar, regardless of anywhere between you might still invest so i agree with you and i don't think the fluctuations are that big of a deal especially it's going to fluctuate a lot at the beginning of course there's going to be speculation but um i know we've touched or you've touched on this topic just a little bit but what functionality will ada or adax have i've seen adax staking on ex markets but will the adax token have governance functionalities or anything of that nature yeah, so, so as mentioned just now as well, um, when the IDO launchpad is live, right, um, we will have the, the possibility for projects to come in uh, onto the launchpad, start their fundraising process, etc. right? So, so we were thinking, I mean, and this, this is not 100%, you know, written just yet. We're in discussions, we're, con you know, consulting with partners and, and so on. But the idea was literally to 
enable uh, a private and a public sale on the launchpad, meaning that if a user uh, that wants to invest into, into a project has a certain amount of addict tokens, right? Mm -hmm. uh, he is able to kind of jump into like this uh, lottery and buy buy into that project on the private sale price, if you know what I mean. So yeah. meaning that there is, you know, a, a, an entry for these token holders and, you know, project believers that could, you know, allow them to gain benefit, you know, in the future with other projects that they would be potentially interested in. So that's one of the, you know, one of the kind of topics that we were discussing quite frequently in, in the, in the, in the in the days so yeah that's kind of the goal for the time being but uh, we are still you know open for discussions we're still talking with and consulting with people so more uh, let's say utility and, and governance might come our way you know in, in the near future as well i know that adex recently had its ieo or initial exchange offering how has that worked out and how can people buy adex tokens now if they want to invest yeah, well, the, the public sale went really well. I mean, uh, we did quite a little bit of marketing, you know, that, because that's what you have to do. Yeah. Um, all I can say, I hate AMAs. I literally hate them, but I had, <laughs> to, I had to do them. The team had to, you know, chip in as well. So um, we did quite a little bit in terms of, you know, getting the brand awareness and getting our name out there. Um, obviously, like a press release about Matya coming on board, that helped a lot. So um, in terms of, you know, the public sale itself, yes, it went really well. Um, we're happy where we got with it. And uh, there, there was a little bit that didn't get sold. I'm not going to, you know, hide it or anything. We're, we're as transparent as the best as we can be. Uh, but obviously, those tokens that didn't get sold, uh, they weren't burnt or net or anything. They they were put into the staking pool. They were put into the like, liquidity pool as well. So so the usability and you know and and the pool of the tokens haven't hasn't changed in a nutshell. So the to total supply is still the same, and we're not planning on burning any tokens anytime soon. Okay. Um, with that, this has been super informative and I really appreciate you both taking the time to chat today. Before we go, how can listeners get involved with what you're doing or how can people best support you and your team? I, you know, I've done you know, some advisories um, in, in my years in crypto um, and, um, and I think business development is one of my strong suits um, when it comes to these different projects and I definitely... Um, encourage anyone who is uh, who is in the crypto industry and and you know not only as an investor but maybe developers, maybe people with some ideas, maybe other people working at other crypto companies. Um, if you have any idea how to make ADAX better, how to make the product better, how to make anything better, right? Reach out to us. And um, we will definitely be really open to, um, you know, to any thoughts or actually any uh, criticism as well. Um, I, I truly believe that crypto um, is here to make the world a better place, um, to make financial. Um, it's, it's not really about, you know, crypto for me is being your own bank, right? So that you can, you can be independent from banks, governments, central banks, fiat currencies, and whatever. So we are actually building, you know, a really special financial, new financial ecosystem for the new generation. 
and and that that's really what gets me really excited about you know about crypto about cardano about adex so if anyone who is you know who is part of the of the adex community or part of other crypto communities have any ideas of you know from a business development perspective or from development perspective yeah they should they should definitely you know shoot us an email and uh, we'll be happy to chat about it um you know together we can build it Absolutely. Just a second to that. Obviously, I, I did mention that uh, we are in the process of building the platform, etc. So we will be kind of releasing, let's say, a demo version with, you know, the, the ability to kind of provide feedback and, and, and community input is going to be, you know, one of the drivers moving forward. So having their, you know, initial thoughts or how do they feel about the user experience, etc. That will be, you know, one of the realms uh, that they can also kind of chip in and, and provide their input and obviously, you know, improve us and push us to, you know, big, higher highs, so to speak. So, yeah, obviously, as, as Matthew mentioned, team at Alex Pro, um, easy to remember as an email or, you know, you can always find us on the, the Telegram chat and uh, shoot us a DM and we can have a conversation and we take it from there. In terms of buying the actual token at the moment, it's obviously on one of the exchanges because there is a blocker. Um, we are a pure Cardano native token. We didn't go for the ERC20 equivalent or anything like that. So we only have, you know, a handful of uh, centralized exchanges at the moment that can actually supplement us and in terms of, you know, trading the token, etc., and putting it on the market. But we are in talks with more exchanges. Um, some of them are open to, you know, develop, uh, use their development uh, resources to kind of add that. Uh, support of native Cardano tokens. So more and more listings will come in, in the near weeks and months. So, you know, it will be easier, but for the time being, it's, yeah, it's exmarkets.com where, where you can buy it. And uh, yeah, and you can stake it there as well. So, yeah. Okay. All the ADAX links will be linked down below. And again, thank you both for joining us for this interview. And I'm sure that we'll look forward to seeing the developments and implementation of your DeFi platform on Cardano. Yeah, it's going to be a wild yeah. ride, uh, but uh, we'll, we'll do our best. I can guarantee that. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Oh, no problem. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Cardano Convo podcast. If you want an easy way to help us out, make sure to share this podcast. That way we can grow and create a better podcast for you guys. Also, leave us a five-star review. And if you have feedback on today's episode, tweet us at Cardano Convo or send your emails to cardanoconvo at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd also like to thank our two sponsors. First are our Patreons. Their direct contributions help to make this podcast possible. Through our Patreon, we hold polls to decide who we should interview next, exclusive content, early access to episodes and videos, and so much more. Our second sponsor is Loops Pool. If you want to help out the podcast and are looking for a Cardano stake pool to delegate your ADA to, then think about delegating with Loops Pool. That is Loops, L-O-O-P-S. Again, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you in the next episode of the Cardano Convo.